Welcome to Miscellaneous, where we discuss everything Disney, from the parks to the movies and everything in between, with a special Disney recipe every week. This week I'm doing a solo podcast on how to be Disney basic. And on to the news. D23 Expo 2019 is just under three months away, and Disney has confirmed that more Epcot announcements will be front and center. According to a post on the Disney Parks blog, new information will be shared on the changes coming to the central spine of the park, behind Spaceship Earth, new logos, and more about what makes Epcot Epcot. The D23 Expo is this year in Anaheim from August 23rd to 25th. Disney has today provided a little more information on the new fireworks show to be part of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party for 2019. Hosted by Minnie Mouse, Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show will celebrate the magic of Christmas with medleys of beloved holiday songs from Joy to the World, Deck to the Halls, Up to the Housetop, and We Wish You a Merry Christmas. You'll be able to see the fireworks show during the 23 nights of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on select nights from November 8th to December 22nd of this year. And you can see the full schedule of parties. I think it's crazy. It's already out and it's just hit June. But you can see the full schedule either on the Disney website or wdwmagic.com. And Disney has today announced the first of its narrators for the 2019 Candlelight Processional, part of the Epcot International Festival of Holidays. Also confirmed today is the Candlelight Processional Dining Package go on sale on Wednesday, July 3rd. So mark that date down if that's something that you want to do this winter. And the Candlelight Processional presents the traditional story of Christmas with a 50-piece orchestra, a masked choir, and a celebrity narrator. The processional is performed three nights per night, 5 o'clock, 6.45, and 8.15, during the holiday season at the America Gardens Theater. Candlelight Processional Dining Package, which include a meal at a restaurant and a guaranteed seat for one of the Candlelight Processional performances. And so far, we have the lineup as Whoopi Goldberg from December 6th to 7th, Pat Sajak from December 16th to 18th, Stephen Curtis Chapman, I had to Google who this person was. It says he's an American contemporary Christian music singer, songwriter, record producer, actor, author, blah, blah, blah. And he will be there December 22nd to 24th. And Edward James Olmos, I also had to Google him. He's an actor from Blade Runner, Battlestar Galactica, Miami Vice, and more. And he's going to be there on actual Christmas Day from the 25th to the 26th. And that's it for the news this week since I'm by myself and I really don't have anybody to talk to. My friend who was supposed to do this topic with me, she's been really sick since we got back from Disneyland. Basically, everybody got sick except for me. Marsha's sick, my friend's husband's sick, and my friend is sick. So it's just me this week. And Tim and Adam would like never let me do this topic like ever in a million years so I figured this is a perfect opportunity for me to talk about how to be Disney basic and there's nothing wrong with being Disney basic because I'm Disney basic in a lot of ways myself not a lot but just a little bit a little bit has the Disney phone cases with the castle or anything that's rose gold on my trip 
I did. I'm being a little basic. I got the new phone case. It has like the Mickey's Fun Wheel and Carthay Circle. It basically has all the stuff for the Disney parks on the West Coast on that phone case. And I currently have on my phone the Disneyland Castle phone case with Dumbo flying over. It's pink and blue. I absolutely love it. I don't care. I love it. And I liked rose gold before it was popular. So I was ahead of the curve, I guess. And you can always get really cute Disney stuff. It's Torrid and Hot Topic, especially if you're plus size. They have really cute stuff. And another thing for being basic is rose gold jewelry. I really like the Rebecca Hook Mickey Mouse ears. There's like a necklace. There's earrings and a ring. The necklace is $125. I've been debating on getting this for months and it's finally on the Disney Store app. And if you didn't know, the Disney Park shopping app is no more. It ended, I think, May 31st and now you can buy everything. It's just on the Disney Store, shopdisney.com, if you didn't know that. For rose gold, I actually just ordered one of these. They were sold out at Disneyland and when we came home, they were back in stock online. It's the, it's a Mickey Mouse standing up and he's all in rose gold, like kind of foiled. And it's a rose gold sweatshirt and they have them for Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And of course I had to get one. So anything rose gold with the sweatshirts, they have brand new t-shirts. It's kind of a gray color with a foiled castle rose gold and I did get that when I was there. And then of course, most people have rose gold ears. I got a pair of rose gold ears off of Etsy, I believe a long time ago. And then recently I got a rose gold keychain. If you follow me on Instagram at Yoho Yoho Bloggers Life For Me, I post a ton of Disney pictures on there. And one of my fave new items is my rose gold keychain. It actually has like a lobster claw chain and it has a keychain on it so you can put it on your backpack or on your keys and it's glittery it's road gold it's a picture of mickey mouse winking and it says pass holder underneath and then it has like a little word bubble above him and it says why yes i am going again and i think it's super cute she sells a bunch of like star wars stuff she just came out with the rainbow star wars collection on her page she has like she sells shirts. She has really cute shirts too. She is on Instagram at creations underscore by underscore M and I'll put links to everything in the show notes in case you want to get any of this stuff. And of course the most basic thing any basic Disney girl or guy can get is a spirit jersey. My friend who I went with I, I listed every single shirt that she has and I think she has all of them except for the hot new color that's coming out in the next week or two if it already hasn't come out. On my past trip this like a week or two ago, I bought my very first Disneyland spirit jersey. I know, I just, I, it's so cute. I, I, purple's my favorite color so I just had to get it. So I have the purple one now. And my friend has, the Alani spirit jersey 
the purple spirit jersey, the haunted mansion spirit jersey. There's like a cotton candy tie-dye kind of one. I actually like that one, but I won't wear a spirit jersey that much and it's getting hot out, so I don't really need that many. And when we were there, she didn't have the yellow one, but she bought that. And then she has the Wonder Bread, kind of with the different color dots. I just hate that one. I was making fun of her when she was wearing that. She has a Minnie Mouse one. There's a rose gold with like sequins rose gold and it's gray. She has that one. There's a teal one. She has the Snow White, the Ariel, and there's a new USA, like Memorial Day kind of red, white, and blue one. Disney Cruise one, and then the hot new color that's coming out if it already hasn't. It's this hot pink kind of a color, and I hate pink. I love rose gold in like a rosy kind of a shade, but hot pink, no, I'm out on that. And usually the hot new ones are $65 for a spirit jersey, and for youth, they are 44 bucks, and you can even get them for your freaking dog. I saw those when we we were in downtown Disney and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> and the next basic thing that you can get is a dress from the dress shop, but they actually have really cute stuff. So I don't care about being basic for this. And the dresses run from $108 for, to $128 and they can go all the way up to $198. I have the Disneyland dress where it's like blue and pink. And on the bottom, it has the Disneyland castle, and they also have one that has the Walt Disney World castle on it. And I really, really, really regret not getting the Tiki mug dress while I was there. It's the Trader Sam's dress. I just didn't realize that it was there. I guess I just didn't notice it while I was there because it was kind of chaotic. The store's really tiny in downtown Disney, and that's the one with the dressing room, so that's on me. They actually came out while I was there with a new Pirates of the Caribbean red-headed pirate dress. And we did see it when we were there. I only saw the little kid version, but apparently they have it in adults too, which is cute. I would never wear it, but it's cute for like a costume or something. And I've been on the fence about getting the Spaceship Earth dress. It's really cute and I could wear that to work. And then the dress that's $198, it's it's a white dress. It's the brand new one. It has like a blingy castle on the front and it's white and it comes with a cardigan. Then you have the Mary Poppins dress, which is really cute. And I would totally get that one too, but I just waited too long for that. Then on the fence about the It's a Small World dress. Then they have a new Captain Marvel dress for $128. It has like the star on top. Marvel dress for $128. It has like the star on top. And they've had a orange bird dress, a Dole Whip dress. The Disney Villains one came out in September when I was at Disneyland last. It's pretty cute too. It's like purple and black and all the villains are on the bottom of the skirt. And there's a Tiki Bird dress and I think the up one just came out recently. I saw it in the store but I didn't really like the design of how they had it. And the next thing on how to be basic is for the Disney purses. There's a million trillion different Disney purses. You can get them off of, I think Torrid has them sometimes. Hot Topic has them sometimes. Or Box Lunch. Yeah, Box Lunch. They have a lot of cute like 
Disney wallets and purses. I would highly recommend going there and they have lots of good sales. I really wanted to get the Disneyland Castle purse, but it was tiny. You could, can't really fit a lot of stuff in the purse and it's $70. So I'm going to wait until it goes on sale because the main purses are Danielle Nicole and her Disney purses do go on sale on Zulily from time to time. So definitely check that out if you're not on Zulily. I'm not sponsored or anything, but I shop on there a lot for Disney stuff. But $70 is kind of excessive for like a tiny little bag. And they do have a Cinderella castle as well as the Sleeping Beauty castle. Danielle Nicole also has, it's really cute. It's this like Rajad and Genie kind of a cinch, cinch purse. And that's $70, but I'm not spending $70 on that either. There's a magic carpet purse for $60. There's a Punzi, it's, Punz, it's Rapunzel in her hair, which is kind of like swooped or whatever and that's on sale for $63 but that's still really expensive. I never really hear people talk about Vera Bradley Disney purses anymore but those run from $40 and up. I think it's more about the Danielle Nicole purses now but I'm not really into Vera Bradley so don't ask me. And this is one thing you will never see me in a fanny pack they have a stitch one for $60 for a fanny pack. I think that's ridiculous, but that's just me. And then they had a Mickey Mouse one while we were there, and that one's $40. Loungefly is the brand from the Box Lunch that they sell all the wallets and the purses. And most of their stuff is pretty cute. I just hate the size of their backpacks because they're so freaking tiny. And there's the rose gold. It has the backpack with the ears. And then they have a matching wallet and it's all sequins. I would just be afraid it would snag on stuff. And it's really expensive. I think the backpack is $100 and the wallet is $50. And it's not even a large wallet. So, And then they have the purple sequin one. I saw they recently came out with a genie backpack, which was cute, but it was $80. Let's see. And then some more Loungefly stuff. They have the... Dumbo purse, which is $65. It's an all-level purse. It's just his head. It looks pretty cute. The Genie Lamp purse. It's a tiny purse, but I saw it on sale for $19. The It's a Small World balloon purse, $65. And I got to see the Figaro face purse. He's like kind of fuzzy and felty, so I would be afraid he would get like dirty and like crud would get all in him. I didn't get him. I just took a picture with him and he is made by Loungefly. And then I really like the Donald Duck purse, but it's just his head and it's kind of a small purse, but he's $55. And I keep debating if I need the Donald wallet that's also by Loungefly for $37. It's just a basic, it's kind of printed in fabric with just little Donalds on the front, but it's super cute. I love it. And I'm personally not into jewelry that much, but my friend is obsessed with Alex and Annie, Annie, I don't know how to say that, bracelets. They range from $30 and up, and whenever I hang out with her, she wears like at least... I'd say five to ten on her arm. I don't I don't know how people can do that, but you can buy charms for $55 and up unless you can find a good sale on them. People who take, my friend does this, she'll take a picture of a bracelet in front of like an attraction or a character. That's pretty basic too. 
I just can't get into this trend. It's the character hair bows that are interchangeable. They have like the Mickey ears that you can do the interchangeable bows. And then they also have other like bow barrette things that you can put in your hair. I, I just can't get into it, but I can get into a good tiara. Not like the ones that you buy with like the crystals and stuff. Those can be pretty expensive. I got a mini Sleeping Beauty Tara from, I'll, I'll put a link to where I got it in the show notes. It, it's sewed up in stitches. I forget the name of it. They're on my Instagram, but they make really good quality stuff and it's comfortable. It doesn't hurt your head. A lot of time the headbands and that kind of thing will hurt your head. So I'll put her stuff down below. And Disney recently came out with the new collection. It's raincoats, ponchos, and umbrellas. They should have came out with these a really long time ago. I'm totally into this collection. I actually tried on, they have a Disneyland, it has Disneyland Castle, it's see-through, and it has the different Disney snacks on it. And then they have the new Tiki Bird, which is green and it has all the Tiki Birds on it with like a hood. And the inside has pockets, but the pockets don't have zip. I actually got the Tiki Bird one. These do run small, so you need to size up on these, just so you know. And they have, the ponchos are the Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And then they have different umbrellas like see-through with the Mickey ears. I think they had a Disney snack one, a Minnie Mouse, a Mickey Mouse. And the ponchos were Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And I just prefer to have a raincoat. And then Marsh actually bought a raincoat while we were there at Disneyland. If you go in the men's store down Main Street, it's all black. It's basically, they only have one option. It's all black and it just says Disneyland in white. And it has pockets with zippers, I believe. And that one's a little bit nicer. And I think his was 60 bucks. This is one thing I can't get into is the Kate Spade. If you haven't heard of that brand, it's just a higher end purse brand. And Kate Spade, she has the different Disney quotes on bags. And I just think it's like a cheap bag with like a Disney quote thrown on it. And they're charging $81 for bag starting and the wallet is $50. I just don't get it. I'm a huge Kate Spade person. I have at least three or four Kate Spade bags, but this collection, I just don't get. I much prefer the Coach collection, but it's very expensive. They have this really cute, tiny Mickey and Minnie Mouse purse. Um, the purse background is black, and then they have these pretty flowers on it for this little like cinch purse, but they want $450 for that. And no thanks, I'll save my money and do something else. And then they had some other cute ones by Coach, but it was just like Mickey Mouse imprinted on leather on a Coach purse and it wasn't very exciting. So those run $200 and up. And then for the Dooney purses, those range from $150 to $500. And the only one that I have a couple years ago, I got the spring bag that has figment on it and it's super cute. I love that one. And then I have a Le Sport pack. It's like a nylon purse and it has Mickey and Minnie Mouse for the Valentine's Day collection that came out quite a few years ago. It was probably 10 years ago but I still use that purse all the time. It has a lot of good storage in that purse. So definitely check out when the Sport Pack comes out with their different collections. So I think they did a Bambi collection in Thumper a while ago, but they usually have cute stuff. 
and it doesn't break the bank. I think I paid $150 for my bag and I still use it all the time. And you will never, ever, ever see me in the parks wearing leggings. I'm just, unless you're like a twig, I, I can't see that looking good on anybody in the parks, like in public. Like I won't wear my LuLaRoe in public. I just wear them as pajamas or to work out in, in the winter or whatever. But I did see a lot of like LuLaRoe knockoff leggings and they're so expensive. The material wasn't as nice as LuLaRoe. They're kind of like stretchy and the material like felt very hot, like it would be hot. But they have a Disney Cats one. Disney dogs. They had one with pink castles on it. And I think my friend got those, but she's super skinny. <laughs> and they have a Minnie Mouse pattern and they're probably coming out with more because they're so popular. And next we're going to talk about food. I'm totally Disney basic when it comes to food because I'll be that person that will take a billion pictures of my food and then I'll take like when I was at Jolly Holiday, I moved my cinnamon roll into the sign for Jolly Holiday where the glass window is with the penguin and I took a picture with that and I always do stuff like that. It's just what I do. I'm basic when it comes to that. Some basic foods are, would be me and Jillian love freaking cotton candy. At Disneyland, they have the Matterhorn macaron. And most people, I think last trip, we took a picture with the Matterhorn, of course, in the background and the cookie. Then you have your different Dole Whips. They have the orange, the pineapple, and the raspberry at Tropical Hideaway when we were there a couple weeks ago. And it was really good. I'll talk about it later when Tim and Adam get back. And then at Lamplight Lounge, I get the most basic drink every single time because I freaking love frozen cocktails. That's just my thing. I'm basic like that. And I get the Ocean Splash frozen drink, which is... It's just a raspberry drink. I forget exactly everything that's in it, but it's so freaking good. It just take, like tastes like raspberry juice to me, and it comes with raspberries on top. It's so freaking good. And I still need to try the Frozen Grand Marnay in Epcot. I've had like a sip of it from Tim and Adam, but that's the only time I've ever had it. So definitely my next Epcot trip, I want that. The They have Frozen Frosé at Disneyland and at, or California Adventure and at Epcot during certain parts of the year. The most basic thing you can get is pumpkin stuff, but I don't care, pumpkin, anything Starbucks is definitely basic. I don't drink coffee, that's not my thing, but um, my friend hurt herself while we're on our trip and she asked me to pick her up the new Disneyland Starbucks mug, so I got that for her. And any drinks with pumpkin spice obviously are going to be basic. But I do love my Epcot at Food and Wine. Anything Starbucks is definitely, I don't drink coffee. That's not my thing. But um, my friend hurt herself while we're on our trip and she asked me to pick her up the new Disneyland Starbucks mug. So I got that for her. And any drinks with pumpkin spice obviously are going to be basic. But I do love my Epcot at Food and Wine. They have that pumpkin spice um, chai state shake. They have that pumpkin spice 
shake with vodka. Oh my god, it's so freaking good. And I do have my the recipe for that on yoho yoho bloggers life for me blogspot.com. If you ever need to have that and you're like craving it, it's really good. And another basic thing, which I rarely ever get, is a Disney cupcake. People are obsessed with those cupcakes, and I think that's pretty basic. Um, the main place where people get cupcakes is the Sprinkles in downtown Disney or Disney Springs. And then the novelty ones you can get in the park. I've tried to like the cupcakes a couple of times in the parks, and they're just not good. They're usually dry. They don't have flavor. And, like, the ratio to frosting and cake it's just not good so I would I would definitely get a cake pop those are pretty basic too I'd rather get a cake pop than like a cupcake and it's too much to eat and it's really messy and yeah and next we have the specialty churros at Disneyland they actually I'm not sure if Walt Disney World has this too but for Mickey's celebration they had a guide map just for the Mickey snack the guide to see where you could get all your basic treats and basically anything limited edition that has Mickey Mouse or like it's all bright and colorful anything like that is going to be basic and people are going to be taking a billion pictures of that you have to love Mickey Mouse waffles those are pretty basic and I already said cake pops. When I was there, I really didn't want to like some of this basic stuff, but they had this really cute Minnie Mouse donut. It was a strawberry donut. It had, it was a regular plain donut, but the frosting was pink and it said it was strawberry lemonade, but I didn't get the lemonade part. It just tasted like strawberry, but it didn't have a hole all the way through. And it had a bunch of strawberries cut up on top and it was so amazing. I wish I would have went back to have a second one. It was so freaking good. And you know how I love donuts. And corn dogs are pretty basic. Everyone always takes the corn dog picture with the red wagon. Everybody does that. Not so much at Disney World because they're suck, but Disneyland's are really good. And the new snack that everyone's raving over at Disneyland is at the Jolly Holiday Bakery. It's the Donald Lemon Blueberry Bunt Cake. My friend got it. I'm not a huge fan of lemon or blueberry desserts, but she said it was amazing and I take her word for it. Um, I took some pictures of it, but right now at Disneyland, at, also at Jolly Holiday, they have the Mickey Mouse Club Chocolate Mouse Dome. It just looks like Mickey Mouse ears with the Mickey Mouse Club in white chocolate in the print on it. It was really super cute. I just didn't have enough time to try everything, but I did want to try that. I just didn't, it didn't work out. Any of the limited edition or specialty churros, right now they have a chocolate churro with cookie butter and it has Mickey Mouse confetti and marshmallow cream comes with it. Really indulgent. I've never had any of those. And then they have a new Fantasia one, red and blue sugar, red marshmallow cream, and a sorcerer hat. And then they have a banana pudding churro, which sounded like way too much. It had like caramel sauce and bananas dripped all over. And next we have all the basic places to take pictures in the parks. They have the, they painted over in Toontown at Disneyland. They painted over the polka dot Mickey Minnie Mouse wall and now it is the Toontown wall it's basically just Mickey and Minnie sitting there or not sitting there standing there 
with a blue background with like clouds. I think I took a picture with it. And then they have the It's a Small World wall where it's a light blue color, like sky blue, and it has different shapes that create a wall. I took some pictures with that. And it, when you first walk into Disneyland, they have this large wall with hedges on it that looks pretty cool and usually take pictures with that. And of course, at Walt Disney World, they have the purple wall, the Nemo wall, and at California Adventure, they still have the Wally wall, <laughs> the Otter wall with like the Dory characters, and the Coco wall. The new ride for, I forget the name of the movie, with like anger and sadness and all that, with the emotions, I forget the name of it. But they have those walls still up down there, and they have all the characters down there that you can take pictures with. Well, Disney World, of course, they have the Punzi wall by the bathrooms in Magic Kingdom. They have the casting door down Main Street. And then the Pixar Pier has like a huge, huge wall. I think that's where the army men come out of on their car. To be really basic, coordinate your outfit with a wall, a ride, etc. I do that sometimes, but not really that much. If you really want to step up your basic game, I am definitely Disney basic when it comes to Disney makeup. Recently, ColourPop came out with a Disney Villains collection and it's actually on sale, I think so. There is, you can get the eyeshadow palette for $16.50. The lipsticks are $6. They have these jelly shadows for $6. The highlighter is $7.50. And then there's a brand called Ciate, it's C-I-A-T-E. And you can buy this at Sephora or direct from them. And they have a Jessica Rabbit highlighter for $32 and an eyeshadow palette for $39. And the eyeshadow palette did look pretty good. It was like the real colors that Jessica Rabbit would wear. And MAC just came out with a Aladdin collection. But most of the, I was kind of disappointed. It was all colors I already have and it was kind of basic. I wasn't really thrilled about it, but I know some people do really like it. Another way to be Disney basic is to do a different Disney nail art on your either toes or hands. And I see that all the time. People are taking pictures with their nails in the castle or, or whatever they did in the background. To be a basic Disney Instagrammer, I am like not on the level of these people that do this. My friend is who I went with. I think she has almost 7,000 followers for Disney wise, but my friend does five to six poses for every picture. It's quite ridiculous, but I don't mind taking it. Her husband refuses, so I'm basically her photographer now. I hate when Instagrammers in every single picture it's their face and like they don't just take a picture of like a building, a food here and there, like a cocktail, like they have to be in every picture and like the picture background is pink. I hate that. That's just not my thing. And usually these basic Disney Instagrammers will, they'll do a mean face with like their tongue sticking out in one, a overly surprised face, a frowny face, blowing kisses, jumping, pretending to laugh is like the worst one that I like hate. I would never, ever, ever, ever do that. But that's just me. If that's your thing, that's cool, but that's just not me. <laughs> Some more basic pictures of what people do, like back of your spirit jersey in the castle or whatever ride you're at that matches your shirt. Jumping castle pics. I have those done those in the past. It's not too bad, but it's still basic. 
and doing model poses and like walking and either walking or taking a model poses in your Instagram stories or pictures. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. And kissing Disney characters on the mouth or nose pictures. Like a lot of the Instagrammers, like that's all they post and it's a lot. I can't, I don't understand the Dapper Day photo shoots, but some of them are really good pictures and cute. It's just not my thing, but I appreciate those. So I appreciate people who do Instagram stories when they're at Disney, but when they have 8 million stories, it's a bit much. When I was there, I think I did like six or seven a day. I don't know. I just like to experience my vacation and stuff and don't like to do it that much, but that's just me. Always posting Disney memes. Drip, drinking out of a cup as you take a picture. I've done that before sometimes, but not like all the time, like some of these Instagrammers. And then of course, the one of the most basic pictures is down Main Street with the Disney balloons. I've seen so many cast members roll their eyes at people because they want that picture. I'm sure they get asked 8 billion times a day. And another basic thing is the girls that come to the parks in the tutu skirts. That's pretty basic. I don't think I would ever do that in a million years, <laughs> but that's just me. But some of my favorite Disney Instagrammers are Mrs. Z Zeros, Ola Lisa, O-H-H-L-A-L-I-S-A, and the girl who I got my rose gold keychain for, she's on Instagram at creations by M. She goes to the parks all the time and she has really cool stuff. Disneyland Club 55 actually makes really cool jackets, sweatpants, and shirts. They make, it's like their own store. I highly recommend following them. They have uh, some cool Jack Skellington shirts and that kind of thing right now. And they have some jackets too. I recently discovered Dilfs of Disneyland. Don't hate. And they have one for Disney World too. So definitely check that out. Danielle Nicole is the purse, the Disney purse girl. So definitely follow her. I love Mr. Cheesy Pop. I don't care. I still like him. Sometimes he can be a bit much, but I like him. Holly Madison is a good person because she's always at Disney. She was at the new opening for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and she was at Club 33. She usually posts stuff when she's there. Disney Lifestylers usually has the latest styles and clothes and stuff that's coming out. Um, I like to follow the Lost Brothers. They also have their own Disney shirt line. They make pins and they do a lot of food reviews on their Instagram stories. They're good to follow. Disney Hungry posts really good Disney food pictures. Keep You in Stitches is the lady who made my uh, Princess Aurora tiara, so definitely follow her, and it's really affordable. She makes a lot of stuff for, like, the Disney race people. And the last one who I like is the Disneyland Princess, all one word. Um, she's pretty, I really like her pictures and, like, her Instagram stories and stuff. So next, I'll talk about the Disneyland pop-up event. It was the Mickey Mouse. You basically went to six or seven rooms. I'll describe each room. And at the end, we saw this guy with this huge bag of props, different shirt. And yeah, he was definitely an extra, very extra in Disney Basic. Basically anyone who goes to this, I would think would be Disney Basic because you're basically just taking Instagram pictures 
in there. For the event, you sign up for a time and it staggers in 15 minutes. We signed up for ours the same morning and then they text you a ticket code to scan when you go in and they put you in small groups. Our group was just me and my friend and a couple. The rooms are kind of small. There's a cast member in each room and you're only allowed 10 minutes in each room, which I thought was pretty crazy. It, I don't know, cause the, the rooms are kind of small. So the, in a couple rooms, the couple kept standing in the picture space where me and my friend were trying to take pictures and it was just a little annoying, but they do have a cast member in there if you need somebody to take pictures. And I guess they're just making sure that there are not too many people in one room at a time. And there was only one bathroom at the beginning and one bathroom in the middle of the tour. And they basically just rush you to room to room and I'll explain each room. The first room is a mini, it's a huge mini bow and that sits in the middle and then they have the kissing Mickey hearts and then they have like kind of a confetti heart wall and that kind of thing in there. That was pretty cute. And my favorite room was the black and white plush Mickeys and they had the steamboat willy wheel but the wheel didn't really move that well or it wasn't meant to. You could only move it a little bit. But my favorite freaking thing was that plush wall. I took a million pictures with that Mickey Mouse plush wall. I want that in my house. I just love that. And the next room was a coloring wall with these huge crayons and you pretended like you were painting. And they like, they had a Mickey statue made out of like Pluto's bones and that kind of thing in there. And the next room I really liked too. It was the Fantasia room and they had Sorcerer Mickey and... Oh, I forget. Chernabog? Is that his name? I forget the name of from Fantasia. It's like the bad devil. I forget his name. But um, he was in there on a wall. I took a picture of that. Oh, and another thing. You think for this whole exhibit they would have had, they would have had good lighting. The lighting in every single room was awful. And so... Me and my friend are going to have to retouch all our pictures. We use the Snapseed app for free and you can totally redo all your pictures. It's amazing. It's free. I highly recommend that you download it. And I use it all the time for pictures to like retouch it. If a picture's too dark, you can lighten it. You can add text to it. You can watermark your pictures. It's amazing. I highly recommend it. And especially this room had really bad lighting. It was this like kind of Asian themed Mickey Mouse wall with like, you know how when you go, I don't know how to explain it. I posted a picture on my Instagram. Maybe when I post this episode, I'll post a picture, the main picture for this episode. So you know what wall I'm talking about. It had a backdrop Asian huge Mickey Mouse with lanterns on the side and then they on the other room on the other side they had like the, all the cocoa banners on the wall which was pretty it was cute and then the next one they had this hallway that had a neon mickey mouse in it but there was hardly any room in this hallway and it was very hard to like get a good picture in there plus the lighting they i don't know they just didn't think with that one but in my second favorite room was the last room or the second to last room at the end. For this, they only let your party in because it's a mirror room. It's this 
metal Mickey Mouse in the middle and then it has mirrors on all three sides and all these Mickey ears on the wall. It's really freaking cool. Um, I'll post, I'll eventually post my videos and pictures from all this in the Facebook group, Mousselanius, if you just search for that. The couple that we went in with, they went in first, so we were just taking pictures and being silly in the hallway with the neon Mickey. They were playing this, like, poppy music in there. I took some videos in there with the mirror room, but I really liked that one. It was really well done. The last room was, they had, like, Mickey fake Mickey balloons on the side, and then in the center of the room, they had an oversized red Mickey Mouse, like, balloon you would buy in the parks, and you could go behind it or take a picture in front of it and we did that and then on the other side of the room they had all of the mickey snacks on the wall on the whole wall which was cute and then on the other side they had a picture of a really fancy bougie cake in the shape of the mickey mouse head of course and they had mickey mouse's face projected on it like every so every couple minutes or whatever and I really liked that too. But that was the Mickey exhibit. It was $30. I do not think that it was worth the $30 because you only got 10 minutes in each room. I think they could have upped it to like 15 to 20 minutes. Um, Cause that's what people are going there for, for all the pictures. And we were like rushing and rushing. The air conditioning wasn't really on in there very well. So we we're like sweating and yeah, I don't know if I would do that again, but it was fun. And then at the very end, they had the Mickey Mouse steps. You might've seen pictures of with the Mickeys and they had like special pop-up merch. Like they had a spirit Jersey with Mickey Mouse on the back. They had some treats for Mickey pop-up. I got a Mickey Mouse shaped magnet donut in the gift shop there, but that was that and oh and I forgot to tell you the very last room they have this velvet black velvet Mickey Mouse and like this crazy zigzag design everywhere in different colors and they had it roped off and they stopped letting people in that room because I guess the felt Mickey was getting dirty and so they had him blocked off so we were disappointed that we couldn't go in the last room with him but I took a picture of it in any case but Please let me know if you went to the exhibit and what you thought of it. I thought it was gonna be like the New York City exhibit, but apparently it was nothing that was there. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my basicness. Tim and Adam would never, ever, ever let me do this. Um, they are definitely not basic, but I am, and I'm proud to be a Disney basic girl. And I thought a perfect recipe for this week would be be the Boma's Zebra Domes from Walt Disney World over at Boma at the Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. This is for 16 servings. You're going to need one pound of milk chocolate, a fourth a cup of espresso coffee, five egg yolks, a fourth a cup plus one tablespoon of sugar, six sheets of gelatin, a half a cup of Kahlua liqueur, four cups of heavy cream, three-fourths cup of white chocolate ganache, a fourth a cup of dark chocolate ganache, and sponge cake, store-bought, or your favorite recipe. And you're going to melt your milk chocolate, whip heavy cream to soft peaks, mix yolks with sugar, soften gelatin, leave in cold water, mix gelatin with Kahlua and coffee, set bowl over hot water to water, sorry, mix gelatin with Kahlua and coffee, set bowl over hot water, 
bath to dissolve the gelatin. Fold a third of whipped cream into the chocolate. Add the yolks and then the gelatin mixture. Fold in the rest of the cream. Pour mousse in flexi pan domes almost to the top. Place sponge circles a fourth an inch, thick yellow cake cut in a circle on top. Leave in the freezer to set. Once hard, unmold and place in glazing wrap. Make white chocolate ganache and chocolate ganache. Put chocolate ganache in a pastry bag, ladle white chocolate ganache to cover each dome simultaneously. Pipe a stripe design of chocolate ganache over the dome. Refrigerate to allow the glaze to set. Decorate the bottom edge with coffee crunch. Place a chocolate covered coffee bean on the center of each dome. And it says in the notes, one sheet of gelatin is equal to one teaspoon of unflavored powered gelatin dissolved in one fourth cup of water. And that is it for this week. I hope you liked this episode. I didn't know what else I could talk about by myself. I told Marsh that I wanted to do this topic and he's like, uh, I'm definitely not coming on. I was like, well, I didn't ask you. <laughs> so, uh, please let me know what your favorite and not so favorite Disney basic things are down below. And hopefully Tim and Adam will be back soon and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Bye.